Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangman from Just Thinking. Join with me in welcoming Podcorn to the Just Thinking program because they're sponsoring this show today and I couldn't be more pleased. The first question you're probably having is what the heck is Podcorn? Well, if you're an up and coming uh, podcaster like I am or a medium sized podcaster or even a large podcaster, one of the things that you know is a real hassle is finding sponsors, Patreons, other people to support your show, and then getting your show out there through various brands and in the marketplace, so on and so forth. Well, that's all a thing of the past because Podcorn is a marketplace which connects podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as what I'm doing right now, which is a host read ad, interview segments, topical discussions, and so many things I couldn't begin to tell you. The great thing is with Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on their platform like that. They can set their own rates. Nobody's setting them for you. And you can collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You don't ever have to give up any rights to your podcast. And Podcorn is there to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and that you are compensated for the work that you do for your brands. And I'm telling you, that's no joke. I heard about Podcorn one night, I went to their uh, platform, I signed up and here I am a day later rocking and rolling and it's all hooked and ready to roll. It's wonderful. The marketplace mission from Podcorn is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. It's great. And I kid you not. So if you're interested, and I would be, click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities. You won't be sorry.
of knowledge that will drop right to your favorite podcast server every single day. No topics are off limits. Anything and everything is covered. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wanglin and welcome to Just Thinking. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. And uh, wow, I had the opportunity today to uh, take a look at some of the analytics of all the different countries Just Thinking is in. And it is absolutely shocking. Uh, I don't think it's a question of uh, where we are. It's a question of more like where we are not uh, being listened to. That is stunning, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, as they used to say in the great old Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. Uh, You know, amazing, amazing stuff. The power of podcasting, Uh, just uh, fascinating. And just to remind you of the, uh, one of the new sponsors that we have intermittently is uh, Podcorn. And this is not an advertisement, just to tell you just what a nice uh, service that is. And just a reminder again, uh, if you're, if you're looking to, you know, enhance your platform and, uh, you know, get out there in the marketplace and, you know, bid for monetization and be in control of it. Use your popcorn, baby. Uh, look it up. Uh, you know, it'll be on the details on my show when the commercials run on my show. So that's just a freebie for the nice folks at popcorn. Um, you know, congratulations to Bernie Sanders, uh, by the way, just going over a little bit of the news, uh, you know, of, uh, of the week here. I did a show on that called The Assassination of Bernie Sanders, and many, many of my friends were listening to it and said, man, you, you call that one. Uh, I mean, you just called that perfectly. And I said, oh, well, who couldn't? I mean, you know, you, you know, I'm not a Bernie bro. I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. But wow, if you think that Fox News is bad and have their agenda, and they certainly do, talk about misinformation. Well, MSNBC, uh, they're not as bad as Fox, but man, they are just as slanted and biased as can be for certain candidates and not for others. And uh, with Brother Bernie, who happens to be the candidate of my choice, he was in 2016, I think it's miraculous that he's back doing his thing again. And... um, uh, you know, he, he won the New Hampshire primary last night, but talk about misleading information. You know, Bernie ekes out a victory. No, he didn't. The guy just had a heart attack a few months ago. Everybody wrote him off. He's in his mid to late 70s. He's out there kicking ass and taking names. And they keep saying, hey, you know, Bernie, he had like 60% last time and now he had 25%. You know, yeah, there were only two people in the primary last time. I think there were three. Jill Stein, and she wasn't even relevant. And so it was him against Hillary. So of course he was going to get large numbers. Now he's splitting the numbers with nine other people. Come on, liars. And, you know, the average uh, viewer who watches television, they're not trained in statistics or how to mislead people with statistics or things like that. Uh, That's so dishonest. Uh, You know, and he certainly hasn't eked anything out or anything like that. As a matter of fact, the only honest person on... um, MSNBC was Chris Hayes. It was wonderful. And he said, hey, man, of all the factors that you need to run an excellent campaign, you know, multi-generational, multi-racial, boots on the ground, so on and so forth, Sanders was the guy in all three categories. Others, you know, other people had maybe like two categories, you know, at the most. 
But uh, needless to say, forgetting about Bernie and his assassination, you know, it shows you what happens when uh, people have been bullshitting the pundits and all the Democrats, all, you know, all the people, they got so many people. What happens when you let people run, whether they have money or they don't have uh, money? Uh, when they jump in the race, the Andrew Yang, you know, the whole crew of them, what a great bunch of uh, people there are, by and large, with the Democrats, whether it be, you know, Mayor Pete, Amy Klobuchar was wonderful last night. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, uh, you know, he's not in the thing, and people say he's a billionaire. He may be, but he's a good mayor. He's a decent guy. He's not a monster. Joe Biden, he's taken his hits unmercifully during everything else like that, and the pundits have laid into him, but great and decent guy. Uh, you know, you go right up and down the list uh, of the people that are standing there. Michael Bennett, you probably don't even know who I'm talking about with him. It's a senator. What a shame. What a smart guy he was, you know? Uh, the other people who got knocked out early on, I, I think, you know, are not, you know, fit or ready to be president, even though, you know, they had the, you know, you would think that they have the potential like Cory Booker and Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris was the, the person I was really uh, thinking would be pretty darn good. But uh, she became disingenuous like Elizabeth Warren and uh, so on and so forth. But anyway, what's really happened, whoever the candidate is. Uh, Mr. Trump, uh, Mr. Nasty Vice Pre- uh, Mr. Nasty President of the United States, uh, uh, he has uh, he better watch it because while he's making fun of people, all of these people, thanks to Bernie, and also thanks to President Obama, who had a phenomenal ground game, and Bernie's has been masterful. Uh, they also have pretty good ground games, also as a matter of fact, really good ones. And the New Hampshire primaries was the largest primary in the history of New Hampshire. And it wasn't because of any Republicans coming there. The Democrats are really friggin' energized folks. And they really want to eliminate President Trump. So no matter who the candidate is, whether it's Mayor Pete, whether it's Bernie, whether it's Amy Klobuchar, you mark my words, the the divisiveness will end. And you will have ground games from one end of the country to the middle of the country to wherever, and they will all be turned over to whoever the candidate is. So uh, think about that uh, while you're doing uh, and emboldened to do more illegal things. But today's show is about people who are emboldened also. And uh, today's show is about Harvey Weinstein. (coughs) And uh, boy, he's a guy. If you're a guy like me now, I'm going on 70 I'm uh, a white male. I'm, uh, you know, an educated white male. Uh, You know, I've got a full head of white hair or gray hair. Uh, I, you know, I have my own flippant manner and everything else like that. So thanks to guys like Harvey Weinstein. Thanks to guys like Donald Trump. Thanks to, uh, you know, the Jeffrey Epsteins of the world. Millions of guys like me are targeted as uh, having, you know, white male privilege, uh, you know, uh, male, uh, you know, toxic masculinity, all these bullshit terms. Now, I'll, I'll take the white privilege part because that's the way the United States operates. I'd be a liar uh, if, if I said that doesn't exist because it does. But uh, for toxic masculinity and things like that, tons of us, Republicans, Democrats, independents, non-politicals, we have to take a kick in the chops every day for people like Harvey Weinstein. 
people like Jeffrey Epstein, people like Alan Dershowitz who would hang out with him, people like Donald Trump and his cohorts, people like Prince Andrew uh, and things like that. Now, me whining and crying about what I have to take is nothing. It pales. It, I, I shouldn't even say it because I shouldn't say it in the same breath as the poor women uh, who've been victimized by these guys. And I don't mean poor where they're weaklings or anything else like that. My goodness gracious, they have more strength and fortitude than I could have in a million years uh, to put up with the bullshit uh, that, uh, that they've put up with from guys like Harvey Weinstein or guys like Donald Trump or guys like Jeffrey Epstein and a whole host of other people, Roger Akels, you know, uh, all those kind of nasty characters in positions of great wealth in organizations. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Who have been abusing and taking advantage of women for years and years and years and generations and so on and so forth. And it's so wrong. Now, I'm not God. I'm not the judge and jury. I'm not any of those things. So I'm not looking to, uh, you know, to tell you what Harvey Weinstein's sentence should be, cut off his penis, all these other crazy things. But the actions are heinous and, you know, I guess you have to render unto Caesar what's Caesar. You have to, you know, let the law of the land do whatever it's going to do. So what's the status with him? You know, he's kind of like fallen by the friggin' wayside here, man, you know? This ain't going to happen to you or me if I get involved in some kind of, uh, you know, episode like this. They're throwing the fucking book at me. And I'm going to use that nasty language because that's how it goes down. And I'm, I, I'm an educated person with that white privilege. I'm going to get a break. Uh, if possible, but you know, just the just the average, you know, middle class white guy break. What if I was black? Uh, you know, what if I was a poor black person, or a poor person of color, or or an immigrant, or something like that? Holy Jesus! Forget about throwing the book. I, I might spend years just waiting for a trial in terrible circumstances. I mean, I could be riding down with a with the light out on my car and somebody would shoot me 10 times before I could get out of the car. So I'm not going to bellyache on that, you know, either for the women or for minorities who get really abused. But, you know, I guess I'm like Bernie Sanders. We come from the same neck of the woods. And, you know, I like I, I don't think it's right to take advantage of the little guy, you know. And it, it doesn't matter whether the little guy's a white guy, the little guy's a brown guy, the little guy's a yellow guy, the little guy's a black guy. I don't like that. That's not in my, my genes. It's not in my makeup. And uh, these powerful, rich white guys get off. And, uh, you know, it gets forgotten. Some of them get punished, like Jeffrey Epstein. He had the book thrown at him, to be sure, because they make an example. And I don't know what's going to happen to Harvey Weinstein. I'm not, I'm not happy when 
big dudes like this fall. That doesn't bring me any happiness because they've hurt a lot of other people and they've hurt themselves. They've hurt their families. Everybody gets hurt in this. None of that's any good. But what's going on with him? He's been on trial in New York since early January. January, and he's facing five charges, including rape and assault, in connection with the accusations from two of these women. And then four additional women have testified against him, I understand. This guy's younger than I am. And if you look at the pictures of him lately, all of a sudden when he got arrested, he was out there hounding everybody, trying to get, uh, you know, you know, banging people left and right uh, and pulling all kinds of things. Now, uh, as he's going into court, he's in there with a walker and all that other shit, you know, like Paul Manafort was, you know, Trump's pal and all that other kind of stuff. They're all he's very sick. He's, you know, uh, whatever, you know, Bill Cosby, he became blind, you know, but really blind. You had to have somebody walk him around. Yeah, I don't know. You know, sound a little bit manufactured. Well, this guy has had more than 80 women speak out against him. And uh, what's going on? It looks like he's, you know, uh, the trial could be wrapped up as early as next week. You know, uh, yeah, that's why I guess Prince Andrew and his other buddies are keeping a really low profile, man. You know, because when this guy goes back in the news, they're all going to come back in the news with the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, the Me Too movement, everything else, you know. But uh, the trial should be ended up around Monday. Nobody has uh, is seeing anything at this point. But I guess there's been a lot of uh, stuff going on between the defense and the prosecution. It hasn't been um, uh, a trial that you'll go to sleep on. Uh, you know, uh, you, uh, you know, n- none of those things, uh, and. It, 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 have gone on. But, you know, what's come out in the news, you know, regarding like Jeffrey Epstein, Prince Andrew, whatever, not a lot. They've been really quiet with him about that. Although I guess they have shown photos of Weinstein and, um, you know, and Bill Clinton. Sorry, Hillary and Bill Clinton, uh, you know, together, Uh, you know, who's another one of these characters uh, that gets away with murder. And then his wife is out there slandering Bernie Sanders all the time and everybody else. What a world. Uh, I guess the big thing about the Eps, uh, about this um, trial with Weinstein is when he's done here in New York, depending upon how, if they throw the book at him, which it looks like he's going to get convicted. I, I don't see how he could not. But he's got to face the same thing in California. He's got to face it there so he could you know get the same thing there. But the, the awful thing about this is that there's a lot being written now about people who've been there and they say, uh, how hard was it to listen to the uh, cross-examinations? And this is where these these louses, I mean, and they're entitled to this with the law, but man, uh, people are saying it's that it's really difficult to hear these women up there. Some of them have been up there being cross-examined by the defense lasting anywhere from two hours to two friggin' days. And uh, some of the reporters in there say, you can really see when they start getting worn down by the purposely misleading questions or embarrassing questions or defining questions. And can you imagine that? Having to keep going over that over and over and over again. Or being in a position where you know goddamn well this was one of the most powerful guys in Hollywood. You could be blacklisted like some other people were. You never work again. What do you do? 
And then they tell you that, well, you stayed in touch with him or you didn't do blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, what could you do? He was still in charge of your livelihood. What are you going to do? Give up? It's so hard to be, get a role as an actor or an actress. And then this bastard does this stuff. And, and what are you supposed to do? Just, uh, just say, you know, go fuck yourself and you know, you'll never work again. All your hopes and dreams and everything, you know, get ruined by a person like this. Uh, you know, so it's a dreadful, uh, it's a dreadful thing. And what's dreadful about it is it shows the abuses of power and the stuff that we tolerate in this country. And when you look at Harvey Weinstein, uh, and, and, you, and you, you know, the trial's not over, so we don't know how it's going to play out. But if you look what's going on right now, you're seeing more of this shit where it's always a white person, it's always somebody getting off, and it's always some other white person in power who's breaking the law or twisting the law or bending the law to do that. And now you've got President Trump doing this uh, also. What is he doing? He had four people in the prosecutor's office, uh, you know, in the District of Columbia, one fully resigned, and all four take themselves off the case because... The president uh, involved himself and had the attorney general, William Barr, who should be kicked out of his office, uh, take the prosecute, you know, take the sentencing that they had, you know, worked out within their sphere of influence and uh, lightened it on purpose. And people said, are you crazy? We're going to let this guy go for lying, obstruction, all these other things and, and this soft soap kind of a thing. You're not allowed to do that. That's interference. In the law, that wouldn't be done for you or me or anybody else. But it's, again, white men doing this for white men, for Roger Stone, the pal of the president. Uh, nobody hears about Lieutenant General Flynn anymore. Remember, lock her up, lock her up. He was the national security advisor, the national security director for 33 days, the shortest in the history of America. And then he got convicted. Yeah, he admitted his guilt you know, to improper, you know, to lying to the FBI and also, uh, you know, doing a bunch of other stuff, uh, illegal, uh, you know, dealings with Turkey and all these other countries, you know, Lieutenant General Flynn. Then after the Mueller thing and after this impeachment thing, uh, you know, uh, the president got acquitted. Whoa. Then this guy, you know, he, he wants to uh, sit there and, and reverse his admission of guilt. Another liar and a cheater and a white male. And in this case, a military guy, and one of the nastier ones, and as a, a, that crazy son who's a, a conspiracy theorist. And our crazy president goes out there and, and evidently also influenced with the Department of Justice, giving him a lighter sentence. But nobody hears about it. But again, what happens to those black people? What happens to those people of color? What happens to other people? All of these other characters get off. And they get deals cut with them. But if you're an enemy of one of these guys, of Michael, of, of, uh, of Weinstein, of Jeffrey Weinstein, well, then you don't work again. I mean, excuse me, Harvey Weinstein. Then you don't work again. And if you're an enemy of the president of the United States, uh, yeah, Michael Flynn gets off, but Michael Cohn goes to jail for three and a half years. You know, it's wrong and wrong and wrong. And what these guys are, are doing is, is just criminal. 
is just criminal. So you have Prince Andrew, you know, doing his bit. He's out there with his top hat on, you know, uh, he's just pulling back from things. I don't know what he did do or he didn't do. But, uh, you know, that, that that didn't go very well for him. But he's not spending any time in jail. You got Alan Dershowitz is up there arguing all kinds of other things. But he was a frequent flyer with Jeffrey Epstein. What about him? Anybody investigating that? You know, how about Bill Clinton? For, uh, you know, uh, and I'm not saying anything has to be opened on him, but this guy's walking around like, uh, you know, he's an honorable ex-president. I don't think so. And then you've got the uh, liar-in-chief uh, currently in the office. You know, the president grabbed him by the pussy. It's a pretty uh, disgraceful, uh, you know, rogues gallery, to be sure. And uh, I just thought I'd bring you up to date on the Harvey Weinstein thing, uh, a few things uh, in politics. And uh, I don't know. It's not to be a naysayer. These are the things I'm thinking about. It's just in the news, a lot of political things going on. Uh, and they bring to mind all these other things that are going on in the world. But, you know, I have a really um, uh, optimistic feeling that um, some major changes are, are actually going to happen in the upcoming elections. And uh, within a few years, people are going to start uh, working a little bit more together. I, I think they're, uh, even though it doesn't look that way, I think uh, an awful lot of people are just sick and disgusted of the lawlessness and complete lack of uh, normalcy in American society right now. I know I am. And uh, I think we have to tr you know, get, get in a time machine and travel backwards a little bit and get, our, uh, get a grip on reality and then uh, move forward with some, uh, with some important steps towards, uh, towards uh, making sure we all function uh, within some normal limits here. But that's the bit on Harvey Weinstein. We don't know yet, but, it, you know, he's got his walker. He's, uh, you know, walking around there with the sympathy vote. He's got all the best attorneys that money can buy. And the women who he took terrible advantage of or did things to that they didn't want to happen, well, they're just stuck having to deal with that nightmare and the publicity of it for the rest of their life. And uh, that's that. Isn't that unfair? But life is not always fair. Anyway, I will catch you next time on Just Thinking. I hope you like the show today. I hope it's thought-provoking. Uh, it's not meant to be mean-spirited or gloating on anybody. It's just meant to uh, kind of have us think about things uh, a little bit more carefully. I'll catch you later. Please rate and review the show. And if you like, please subscribe. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S Wanglin. That's at S Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up 
at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wangland and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side. Available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.